There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island Podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Whoa, hey. Hey. What's up? We are here to recap once again. It's been a while. Well, it's actually called Yes, We Can. Well, yes, we can. <laughs> and we're going to recap it. That's the theme of this. Yeah. You know. So, Yes, We Can recap a podcast. And Yes, We Can. And Yes, recap, We Will. Uh, yes, We Can. Yes. 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 Yes, we can. All right. So hello to people that are joining in the chat because we are live and this is going to go up on our YouTube or this is going to go up on our podcast feed once yes. again. Uh, we're all discombobulated a little bit, but we're happy to be back and uh, welcome. And welcome to, back to Could It Be. Um, we're sorry uh, that uh, we've been kind of real hit or miss. Deidre's work has made it so that we're kind of. Uh, it's really well, yeah. It's 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 hit or miss, but it's mostly miss with getting a podcast made. However, we're trying something new for people that are podcast only listeners. Uh, this might be the only time you hear it, but mm -hmm. we're doing something new where we're doing a recap directly after the show aired on the History Channel. Yes, on the East Coast with the East Coast feed, and uh, we are going to see how this goes. We actually have a lot of slides that we're going to be showing and going through with. Uh, with this, so there's going to be a visual element, but we'll do our the best we can to describe everything we're showing. Uh, that way, we'll, we can all stay on the same page. Exactly. Cool. Cool. Yes. All right. So, um, without further ado, uh, how, wait. How you doing? You doing okay? What the heck? How you doing? I'm good. You're good. good. Well, I, I'm a little discombobulated. Clearly. Yeah. Well, um, I, I'll, I'll keep it going then while you're. Uncombobulating, but um, yeah, so we watched uh, Yes We Can tonight. It was a fun episode of The Curse of Oak Island. Mm -hmm. uh, lots of stuff going on, like some shocks, like things I did not expect. Like, whoa, like you know, spoiler alert, spoils turn away if you haven't heard seen the show yet, right? But can number one, two, three, four, five. I did not I see that. We coming. had approval for four, and that was like ambitious. They're like, you know, do you have a place for a couple cans earlier in the season? And then Craig, it's like, oh yeah, we've already we've got four of them, right? Nobody said about a hail mary here. It's a hail mary, but, but we gotta wait. We gotta get there. So we're gonna be following the show as the show aired. Yes. Which is different for us. Yeah, we usually do like, hey, we're going to talk about the money pit. Hey, we're going to talk about the swamp. But we're going to kind of do it chronologically this time, and we'll see how it goes. So we hope you enjoy, and yes. um, <laughs> let's let's see how this – let's see what happens. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and bring up some slides. It's already up. It was already connected. Uh. Now do that one there. Now you have to click on the slide itself. There we go. Look at that. We have screenshots. <laughs> All right. So we started at the money pit. Yes, we did. And the can was, you know, making its way. Mm -hmm. It was advancing. We were still working on DMT 2 at this point. Yes. Because yes. we had just got down to. Yeah. And we hadn't talked about that. So mm -hmm. that was uh, named after it was, well, named after Drake Tester mm -hmm. once again. And that was very nice and, uh, you know, 
Nice way to and honor nice. him. Uh, yeah. And at this point, at the beginning of the episode, the can was advancing at 137 feet. Yes. Uh, everyone seemed really excited. Mm-hmm. But Craig, he uh, thinks it's going to get really exciting after 145 feet. So that's the real magic number they're uh, eager eagerly anticipating. So should I be advancing this? I'm not even sure. Oh, anymore. yeah. Just go ahead. Can you do it? I did click on it. You're supposed to say, yes, we can. No, I can't. Are you zoomed in? No. Okay, try that. Now try clicking it. There you go. We got some. I guess that'll work. Yeah. So you're just going to kind of flip through them as we go. Mm -hmm. So we have, we're we're currently showing like some uh, um, hammer grabbing, Mm -hmm. then some metal detecting because we have. Uh, Gary metal detecting with Peter. Yes. And uh, there was a flashback of finding metal with gold on it at one point. Mm-hmm. And then we, they actually hit something when they're doing the metal detecting. It was another kind of strange piece of uh, uh, metal. Right. And what looked like an older piece. Yeah. Of metal. Well, as soon as he pulled it up, I was like, oh, that's just another part of the head and shield. That's exactly <laughs> what you said out loud. Yeah. But. I guess I'm wrong because once we got a closer look at it, it mm-hmm. definitely looked a little bit uh, older. Yeah. So um, Gary, you know, hands over to Pete and is like, yo, go deploy this to the troops at the operating table. Mm-hmm. And uh, here's a good shot yeah. uh, for those of you that are watching live here of that piece of metal. And this is when you were like, oh, I guess it is really old. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, it, it definitely looks very old. Mm-hmm. So uh, that was exciting to see because I was like, well, that's something. Well, that's something. Yeah, so Craig basically orders the X, an XRF scan on mm-hmm. this piece of metal, as he should. And uh, then we have... Uh, Sir Marty arrives on the scene. Yeah, and Marty, Marty arrives and it's like, hey, give me the lowdown. Mm-hmm. And so, um, at, but at that moment, the hammer grab was coming back up and there was a problem. Yeah. You could hear it very clearly. And Marty's like, Whoa, Whoa, whoa Nelly. And, right. and Craig looks really disappointed, like super disappointed. You hear that. And what you're seeing on the screen for those that can see it is kind of the over. Well, I want to say the aerial view of, the hammer grab coming back out and you can see that the cable that's like tangled up in there. Okay. Before we move on mm-hmm. uh, in the chat, Trisha says, didn't someone say at the table, oh, table dismissed the metal as looking modern. I don't remember. And we're doing this so fast. We didn't get a chance to watch the episode like three or four times. Like we usually do. So if we miss something like that, thank you. No, and point it out to us. Uh, I was sure that they said that it didn't look. Oh, modern but okay. that in either way it makes sense to do the xrf on it right because you're gonna what i want to say you're gonna it's gonna le- know either way right yeah it's gonna leach the elements into it right mm-hmm. so uh gary was hoping that like what we had seen in the past with uh gold fragments being on it that this yeah. could be the case yep all right so then we have the arrival of a of one of our 
new favorite twosomes. Okay. Don't huh? don't do it, go anywhere oh. yet. So we know that Gary and um, Michael John show up. Mm-hmm. But looking at this picture, for those of you who are here, do you see all those stakes? I do in the, the ground. Let's count them: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, at least eight. Mm-hmm. And they're all very uniformly like spaced different colors. Do you remember seeing the post um, earlier in the season online where all the archaeologists were painting stakes? This is clearly those. That's what you but think? I'm wondering if this is kind of like hmm. the marking of the grid system they've been using in order to find stuff. Hmm. So I'm like, hmm, how far apart are each of these? So what lot is that? Well, let's see here. It would be directly across from... Eight. Eight. Actually, this might be eight. Mm. So I bet you on each of those it has the number because on the bags they they have the number within the grid of where it's located. Okay. So you're driving down, you're like, okay, I know it's gonna be whatever number, and then you'd be able to follow it along for all the flags that are within that area. Perhaps because you know they have to map out every. Thing. They do exhausting work, but I was I I liked seeing a physical grid in action. Who who works harder, you or uh, Oak Island people? Uh, me, because they won't just give me the information. I have to sleuth. Hmm. I have to work backwards. Oh, I meant to like at your job. Um, no, probably them. Uh, she's gonna say probably still me. I mean, probably still me. No. Well, depends <laughs> who you're talking close. about. If you're talking about like Steve Guptill, then definitely you. Just kidding. Just <laughs> you're kidding, so Steve. Mean. No, we'll get we'll we'll get we'll get to Steve here in a little bit. Oh, All right. Guppy. So we are arriving on lot eight. Yes. Michael John is uh, the lucky digger this time. Uh, he's always the lucky digger for Gary Drayton's activities. All right. So we did have a flashback. Of what happened on Lot 8 last week, mm-hmm. where they had like, um, they were doing like Marty was in the backhoe digging up a, a five foot deep hole mm-hmm. with like Laird and I think Scott was there. Yeah. And where the uh, magnetometer hit yeah. was, right? Yeah. And so we have that happening, um, or we, sh- we see that. And then, you know, it's when we- they said, oh, there could be another paved area over here. And I'm thinking, like, what? What? <laughs> well, that's what they were saying when they were digging is that, yeah, this could be, I mean, it looks a lot like another paved area, especially yeah. with the wood chips and such. Yeah. And. And the garnet. Mm-hmm, was found on that site. Lot uh, eight. Yeah. yeah. On lot eight. So we had the garnet found over there. We had the possible pa- additional paved area over there. There was a few other. Well, because Laird was Laird seemed pretty sure that that was those rocks were purpose, purposefully placed. He's like, oh yeah, look at all this organic material. Yeah, we didn't like again. We didn't have a chance to really talk about this with everybody. So that's impressive and kind of exciting. But it's like, what? Like this is a whole different part of the island. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, come on, why can't we just like go to the money pit and find it? Right? Exactly. But yeah. So yeah. what is going on here? I don't know. You broke your computer. I did not. Okay. All right. So, anywho, uh, let's see. Oh, you know what? We didn't say hi to Dana earlier when she when we did our pregame. So, hi, Dana. I want to say make sure we say hi. We heart you, too. All right. um, So, um, Gary and Michael are out on lot five, 
uh, kind of following up on Scott Clark's theory. Yes. And uh, what a theory it was, man. I, I love listening to that stuff. Uh, but they get it, you know, Gary had, pr uh, uh, before this, he had gone out and marked all these areas, right? Yes. But uh, so they go to the first target. He verifies it's there. Mm -hmm. And he has Michael John dig it. Could we get him a longer shovel, please? It was awfully short for such a tall guy. <laughs> Poor guy's going to hurt his back. See, I'm worried about ergonomics of mm -hmm. him. Uh, but yeah, pull well, they, it up. Yeah, well, what'd they find? What looks like a piece of a chain. Very crude. It was oval, which uh, Gary points out, would, which would mean it would be older. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. So it's uh, an old chain link that's unbroken. So that's pretty cool. Uh -huh. It's uh, also a different color. You don't see it every day. Uh -huh. What's a chain doing out in the boonies, even for Oak Island? <laughs> and no, Michael John funny. agrees. Of course he does. Something must be going on. That was funny. Yeah. So then they, uh, you know, get to the second site, do another quick pass of the metal detector. And uh, Gary uh, has Michael John dig. D he digs up an ox shoe. An lo ox shoe. Lo and behold, another ox shoe. Near an area where it looks to be another path. Do you remember the Oak Island Highway from uh, the end of last season? I do. Could this be a branch wait, wait, of it? Wait, What was the question? Oh, no, what, what was the question? What you was your remember? question? Wait, wait, say it louder. What? Do you remember the Oak Island Interstate? Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> oh, yeah, girl, I do. Of course I do. Oh, I was like, why are you stopping me? <laughs> no, I, I see. I had, a, I had a reason. Okay. There was a rhyme to my reason. Well, there yeah. was a reason. Yeah, so, like, it was, I, I don't know, it's just kind of, I don't know. Ox shoes are good, right? Because we found a bunch of them before, which put them on potentially a track. And yeah. like Michael, John and Gary are saying is this, this wasn't farmland, right? They they've grown pretty big rocks out in this area and how old the trees are like, it just doesn't scream farmland. This is the boonies of Oak Island. So something more industrial wouldn't make sense to be going on out here. Yeah. And beasts of burden and chain. <laughs> and well, it just goes to show that some, some hauling was done in this neck of the woods. <laughs> Literally, this neck of the woods. <laughs> so of the oak. Yeah, I mean it's 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 just interesting. Like, mm -hmm. what is it? What is this stuff doing there? Not a whole lot ever went on on mm -hmm. Y as far as they can as as far as like records show. Nobody's ever lived there. Uh, what's going on? All right, what's going on? So. No, I think that's what we've been trying to answer, right? Yeah. What is going on here? And every time you think you can take a group of people off the board, you add, you know, someone new, like the Portuguese. <laughs> yeah, why not? And uh, so Gary says that they are definitely onto something. Um, why is this out here, out in the middle of the island? Why are they finding these things? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then... So, like, you know, we're still going chronologically because this is new and we're figuring it out. But we go back to the money pit briefly. We do. Uh, do you have any? What What else is going on with your slides? Oh, money I was pit. just going through the bit of what was left from a uh, lot eight. But sure. we do go back to the money pit where we can see that they're untangling and fixing 
the hammer grab that was all tangled up that we knew they lost a couple hours. Yeah. Right. And this is one of the uh, not so good uh, parts of doing this this way because there was some small talk between Marty and uh, Craig that I had to capture in real time and I couldn't capture it because you know, I, I just, I couldn't rewind it or anything. Mm -hmm. And so I'm not exactly sure what was said. Do you remember what they were saying to each other? No, uh, that's okay. Um, so they, at this point were at a depth of 146 feet with the, can with the dig, but and the can was inserted into the ground up to 157 feet. Uh, -huh. uh Clotworthy, um, says that the chapel vault was at 153 feet. Uh -huh. Historically. Oh wait, you said they were digging at 146. That's yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, no, that's right. 146, and that the casing was 157. Yeah, and that you know because they're trying to get to the chapel vault, which is yeah, seven feet but, tall. But something was amiss. Yeah, something was very amiss up to this point in the uh, the money pit and the whole episode. Really, where's Rick? Yeah. Where was Rick? He's MIA. He was just like, I don't know, doing something else, apparently. But wait, there he is. <laughs> he just, he he arrives just in the nick of time when things are getting interesting, right? Yeah. And they're pulling stuff out of the hammer grab. That's to advance. Oh. There you go. See, this is, uh, we have an image with, uh, what's the guy from Choice's name? Or not, uh, from Irving? Don't remember. Well, now I can't remember. Yeah, well, Thanks. And we have a representative from Irving on the screen. We also see Charles Barkhouse, um, Spoon Dog, Spoon Dog, uh, Marty, and Craig. And then that's um, when uh, Big Brother arrives. Of course. The cavalry comes in. Oh, we have this awesome. Uh, <laughs> is this an animation? Yeah, it's an animation where uh, it's showing. They're at the level where they're right before they're possibly grabbing up on the chapel vault if it is fully encased in this case on. Heck yeah. That's what we wanted to see. Oh, Allison in the chat says it's Andrew. Andrew, Andrew is the name you. of the gentleman from Irving. Thank yes, you so it much. Was right on the tip there. Yeah, Andrew. Seems to be a hard worker. Danny Manning, the uh, battle station. Yeah. And we started advancing. And then it's hilarious to see Spooner and Craig go in there because they like get stuck. Mm -hmm. And Craig kind of nominates Dr. Spooner. He's like, hey, you want to come get in there with me? Because he doesn't <laughs> like want to dive in by himself. And maybe it's a safety precaution. Like you you never go into the mucky spoils alone Unless because it'll Regina. get sucked in. Yeah, but everybody follows Rick because yeah, you know Rick rolls. Yeah, but they uh, they're pulling up puddled clay. Puddled clay. Yeah. So this clay find was pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. um, they were you know it was just something that was in the spoils pile that Billy was spreading out. Billy was there what by the way as well. Naturally. Um. And Spooner says that this is a very fine clay. Uh -huh. So there was a flashback to the Onslow company uh, finding similar materials. Also, um, Chapel, uh -huh. um, is this H HR Chapel? Yeah. Would have, uh, when he was, when he 
okay, so when they found the chapel vault, they encountered this kind of clay on the way down. Yeah, so it been it was like on top of the concrete. So yeah. they got that, and then they went into the concrete and then to the wood. Yeah, and also they mentioned the same clay is like what they had found in the money pit mm -hmm. originally on the logs in hopes of maybe it was for sealing off the booby traps with waterproofing so that that's exciting right i mean spooner's excited to see the clay come out and he's things, like yay mud yay mud i mean that's <laughs> what you get from a swamp doctor yep. and but that's what you'd want to see if you think the vault's nearby right you know i think they should gather up all this clay give it to jack bagley and i bet you he can make some cool like uh, sculpture sculpture out of it and you know put it in a kiln and you know uh, do you something. think jack bagley's like a i don't know i just i imagine cer ceramic i just imagine he can do it yes he can yes he can <laughs> oh man yeah so um then uh oh it was funny um keep going uh so one of the things that uh when rick arrived um Gary was standing next to him and he said, uh, it's raining with a chance of treasure. That's right. <laughs> I it thought is. that was really funny. And with the next one, they had a chance of wood. Wood? Could it be a lot of it? And it looks yeah. old and they're big pieces. Yeah, like, big old chunks. Everybody goes in there and everybody comes out with big chunks of it. It's yeah. kind of bananas. I mean, you're looking at like almost full timbers here right so yeah. it'll they're, be interesting to get more data from it big sections for sure and especially the ones that like spooner has that looks like a really flat wide plank like to me i think oh that's got to be on top of the vault the vault yeah. right they just hit the clay mm -hmm. and their pieces from it what yeah well spooner when he was looking at it you know he said it definitely looks um older mm -hmm. and it's very heavy yes so it's like probably like every you know uh every fiber of it's probably like just soaked you know to mm -hmm. the core where it's just the whole thing's waterlogged yes but he also points out because down there you don't have air right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's in an anaerobic environment so that is going to preserve the wood really well mm -hmm. which is why it, you're not seeing it like just disintegrate sure. into pieces so sure. uh, so that's a good thing right it means it's been down there a long time yeah yep so uh billy uh he noted another piece of wood that he sent spooner over to pick it up he mm -hmm. said yes it's very heavy again uh, Rick, Craig, and Marty are all impressed by the uh, the big, large timber that uh, Spooner pulls over. Mm -hmm. uh, Charles wonders if it goes to a, if it's like part of a tunnel. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Trying to get second opinions on what yeah. it's a part of. Marty's looking at it closely and he says the, the wood is not cut by a circular saw. Mm -hmm. You know, it has these wider uh, cuts into it, not like really close together like you'd see in a modern piece of equipment. Correct. And Marty just says it's out of place. I'd agree, Marty. And then. <laughs> uh, so Michael John, I don't, did he switch teams or like, is he just, he, is he freelance? He just goes wherever he's needed. He, Michael John is a treasure hunter and he, that's why he's at the wash table 
And I would like to point out that when Michael John first came on, like Steve was in charge of Michael John at the wash table and like finding things. And he's like telling them what we're looking for. And he goes, good job, you know, Michael. And then at the end of their little wash table exchange, he goes, Good, good eyes, Steve. Good job. <laughs> I was like, ooh, someone's in charge. <laughs> so uh, the apprentice has now become the master. Okay. So we got Steve-O. Isn't that what he called him? I, probably. I think I, he called him Steve-O. Steve-O Guppy. Oh, it, it's Guppy to us. <laughs> it's uh, Huggy Guppy, in fact. <laughs> I mean... He looks like he looks he very is huggable. In perfect huggable form right now. Yeah. I would like to point. So we have talked to him, you know, several times. Yeah. And he has said um, in interviews with us how he, and Laird has pointed out his duffel bag of clothes he brings to the island so that because he doesn't like to be cold. So he wears a lot of layers. And we've seen him wear layers all the way up to, say, that tan jacket. Yep. He's got an additional two coats on top of that. Look at his leg there in this image. It, it looks like he's got like two or three pairs of pants on too. He probably does. This guy was cold. <laughs> there's not there's not a snowflake on the ground either, by the way. Literally, when this came up, I just lost it. I True. couldn't stop laughing. And I was like, look at him. And look what Michael John is wearing. Hoodie. Uh, he is... In a hoodie. He's got a, a beanie on too. Okay. He's, he's in a hoodie. There's no way he's got four pairs of pants on. No. Steve probably has three pairs of pants and one, two, three jackets. Probably and a, a hoodie. couple hoodies and who knows how many shirts. He's got like five layers on. And uh, oh. the, the first thing I thought of was like the little brother in a uh, Christmas story. He's like, I can't put my arms down. He's so bundled up. Oh. Yeah. Can you imagine anyway. hugging that guy right there? But like, poof. I give him a bear hug. He'll be fine. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Anyway, it is just hilarious. Good old Steve. And they are working hard together. They do find some things on the wash table like this, uh, what we're seeing on the screen now. And they don't know what it is. Well, Steve's like, it, well, it could be a rock. And I'm thinking, duh, duh. Steve. <laughs> um, or it could be a piece of wood. Uh -huh. But then. He noticed that it looked a little bit crispy. Yeah. So it looked like a it could be a piece of charcoal, and that's uh -huh. significant because that's something they can do a lot of testing on. Uh -huh. uh, we've seen it last year with our friend, uh, mostly Aaron Taylor. Yep. Doing a lot of testing on the charcoal found. But they take it to uh, Laird and say, is this a rock? And he's like, sorry to crush your dream, Steve. <laughs> it's, it's a rock. But things are looking up. What's that? Because they do find something else. Is it a rock? Yes, but <laughs> I think him and Michael John had agreed it looks like concrete. And yeah. I definitely agree with the, yeah. that in what's in what it. They pulled up. I don't know. You asked if it was a string or something. And I it thought, does. I thought it was like a little piece of metal. Yeah, a piece of metal. But it looks, I don't know. I, I thought coconut fiber, but it does look like a piece of string yeah, or could, something. It could be fibrous. In there. Fibrous, yeah. 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 So they found something that looked like a little chunk of cement. So is it? Don't know. Not sure. But. And I think this is the spoils they're pulling out right now. So. Yeah. I mean, that's relevant to what they've been doing. Considering they just found puddled 
clay. Puddle clay. Could it be? Yeah. All right. So that's it for the wash, wash table. table. We go back to the money pit where they're continuing the dig. The casing at this point is at 174 feet. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's what they're pulling out. So this is this is the zone of interest. Yes. This is where Craig, especially, I think, is getting uh, nervous and excited. Well, yeah. I mean, he has excitement. They all do. But look at Craig's face in this image. He I mean, looks. Like, he's like ah. This is it. He, he, he looks really nervous. He picked this one. Yes. This uh, hole. So, yeah. Um, Marty notes that suddenly the can is going down very fast. Like it's just sinking. Yeah. And Rick's like, is that like six feet? Like instantly? And Danny, you know, he trots over. Yeah. Uh, well, Danny says that they think they've broken a record with the speed. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, well, the uh, the hammer grab um, pulls something out after that, and it's just soupy. Yeah. It's just like a bunch of muck. And uh, Craig went over and looked, and he said, I don't think there's anything special in there. And um, he, he looked defeated. It was sad. Yeah, because like they were in the zone of interest, and then suddenly they were out of the zone of interest because they just sunk all the way. And it was that was it. They were down to bedrock, basically. And my thought was, is that an indicator of where the of the solution channel? Because I'm very curious. I can't remember. I need to go back to my old notes about the solution channel. And we talked a little bit on the pregame for this episode. Yeah. About the chapel vault moving, right? Yeah. And I'm thinking, like let's say the vault is in the solution channel and it's moving around, right? It's got a lot of gusto and you put a can down. It's like a mud lake. You know, what really sucks Hmm. would be is the, let's say you just keep putting them down in things and it's getting pushed around. It feels like they need just a big piece of rebar to put in there because then like something that it couldn't (laughs) go around so like you some of these holes you're you're sinking some rebar in there and so you've got like this ping pong thing how not sh- ping pong hey, sorry pinball thing how sure are we that this whatever the solution channel is could move a freaking vault potentially full of very heavy gold silver and whatever why else? wouldn't it i mean if let's say the solution is it, is channel- it watertight is it floating no, but it okay. So it's like a heavy, thick, but it, it, it's like a lake under there. Of course, it's going to be thicker than like lake water. Mm-hmm. But if it isn't all busted up and there's still some pieces together, it would make sense that it could slide around. And then you're like chasing this moving object. Think about the toonie, right? Yeah. And well- that isn't after you've created a force of something going down to move it yeah but toonie is like a couple ounces you know i'm talking like hundreds and thousands of potential pounds uh i just i just don't see uh, a vault like that slushing around like well, maybe okay they had that one animation where they were potentially pushing it mm-hmm. and it was like pushing it out of the way and sinking and I can buy that, but I, I can't buy like the whole be... thing floating around in there back and forth. Well, what if it's bedrock, right? Mm-hmm. It's not going to fall through the bedrock. 
That's why they don't go through the anhydrite. Okay. But like I'm talking about laterally. I don't, yeah. I don't see it moving back and forth whatsoever. Well, we brought that up when we interviewed Steve before and he was like, oh, no, no. No, it moves. Like, we know where this was and this was. So why wouldn't I put giant pieces, like, whatever, my my pinball theory and your pegs in there so that if it were potentially there, it wasn't moving around. That is all. You just need to find the Flintstones uh, pinball game now, and it, the circle will be complete. Yeah. Because they're from the town of Bedrock. Well, look at that. They probably know all about the bedrock and vaults moving around. And it's a place right out of history. It is. Just like Oak Island. Look at that. There you go. All right. <laughs> so, uh, See, pinball theory. I like are that. Not, yeah, it was my uh, pinball. Yeah. Pinball gotcha. uh, something. Yes. Proposal, proposal. There you go. All right. So Peter at this point says four cans, no results, and he's pretty, pretty sad. Yeah. Too. Um, there's a disappointment kind of etched on everybody's faces. Mm -hmm. uh, there is an animation. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go forward on the slides here, because. Oh, look at that beautiful map there. Yeah. Here's a one of who's that map? Is that Craig's maps? It, I mean, it's a Steve oh, map Steve that's map. been printed and is on a clipboard for Craig or whoever is working. Yep. Keep going. Let's see what's next. Oh, there it is. There it is. We They just missed it. Just missed it. Hey, Deidre and I have said this for years. You know yes. what I'm going to say? I know what you're going to say because even I'm annoyed. Well, why don't you say it? You're off by an inch. You're off by a mile. That's And that's kind of looks so like true. what happened per this animation. Yeah, so literally the animation showed just missing the chapel vault by a matter of inches. And you just never know. I mean, that could that could be factual, basically. They could have missed it by that much. And then they're like, well, you know, spoiler alert, let's go back over to C1. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it, I mean, it's everybody's sad. crushed because they yeah. put down four cans. Yeah. Right. And yeah. they have pulled out a. Uh, a lot of stuff mm -hmm. but not really what they're looking for yeah everybody everybody's sad we had dan hinsky sighting oh yeah and billy and yeah. you know the whole crew out there kind of being like wah, wah. they needed a hug at that point you know yep they needed a huggy guppy that's why he's wearing the big clothes that's, that's why. why he's wearing all those coats he was like i got you guys i'll take one for the team i will allow the hugs He's like a big And then everybody bear. will go around and be like, poof. What color was his coat? Blue? Blue, coat? yeah. He's a big blue teddy bear. He's a big... yeah. <laughs> Give him some oxygen, yo. Yep, so we have a war room meeting. Yes. Looks like we have Craig. We have the big three, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, Rick, Marty, and Craig. We got uh, Charles Barkhouse, Jack Bagley, Stephen Guptill. Um, we got Scott, Billy. Scott Barlow and Billy uh, Gearhart. Um as far as we know, there might have been someone else a little bit closer to the camera. I'm not sure. Yeah. Sometimes that's where Dan Hensky likes to sit. He does. He so. likes to hide there. Yeah. So we have this war room meeting and the guys are strategizing just kind of what to do with the rest of the year. Yeah. Cause they've got, you know, they put down four cans. They're going to analyze what they got, but you know, everybody's kind of disappointed. And then someone decides to lighten the mood a little bit. 
well, Rick, he's like, well, guys, there is an opportunity for a fifth can. And, and Deidre and I looked at each other like, what? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, I had, I did, I did not think this was going to happen. No, no. So. And they talk about going back to the C1 cluster area, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, let's see. Uh, the team. Oh, there was a flashback that showed Spooner doing his water testing. Mm-hmm. And Clotworthy was explaining, like, hey, this is kind of the area where we're pulling up the most gold hits. Mm-hmm. So might as well go back in there. Marty says, well, you know what? Let's do it. It was that easy. It, he said, we have time. Let me be very clear here. Mm-hmm. It is November 15th. <laughs> when they had this meeting? At 10.53 a.m. that this meeting commences. Okay. It is November 15th. They are a and mo- they're like, yeah, we're at time for a fifth can. They're a month away from Christmas. Say what? <laughs> what do you mean? When did the season premiere air? In November. Yeah. And you remember when we did our pregame with the guys? They're oh, like, yeah. and Scott was there. Yeah. He right. Was. And he's like, oh, but we're not done yet. Ooh. And I was like, wait. What? 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 And because I knew it seemed like it was kind of a long yeah, season, like, but now I look back at that pregame. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm putting things together, like you know, Laird saying there was another footwear find this year um, when we talked about Columbus's shoe, and now we have um, a president's shoe, and then Scott, who is, has named this can, mm-hmm. is like, oh, we're not done yet. Okay, I bet you Scott just got to pick that can like the day before or something. I, I need to know when it aired because it aired looks like uh, somewhere around November seventh, so a week before this. Okay, and so Scott knew something. Well, he's the one that got to name this can, so he I know knew. he knew lots of things. So, and this meeting happened on the fifteenth. Yeah, so Marty's like, let's do it. Uh, Rick says that they should go somewhere around EC1 mm-hmm. in the C1 cluster. Well, let's look at the map. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Well, they got really high concentrations of gold mm-hmm. and silver in the water samples. And uh, they said, Scott, it has to have a name. Will you do the honors? And because he was very quickly adamant that they go back to the C1 area. He's like, if we're going to do that, then we need to get out of this other area and go back to the oh, C1. Man, I, I bet that made uh, Craig feel great. Oh, whatever. Oh, that was his area. But yeah. Um, it, they asked, so what did he name it? Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's right there. Oh, well, I was going to put. So B4C. Is what he named it because the location of the new case on his BC4. Mm. Yeah. And he said it was B4 case on. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? And I was like, Scott, maybe original would be good. Maybe I don't know something. He, he, sentimental. Had, he had a rhyme to his reason. There was no rhyming, it was just straight <laughs> like. That's what it says. That's what it is. It was his reason. I I agree. Good <laughs> job, Scott. And you know what? If Scott has... Maybe Scott found the treasure. 
maybe uh, when he joined Oak Island, they uh, they found the treasure. Maybe. Scott maybe Barlow's Scott was guy. the treasure. That's what I'm saying. And right. wait. Wait, what? This is the map I've been waiting for for years. Uh-oh. Does anybody else see this? Because I caught it. What? I don't even see it. What Where's am I supposed my... to be seeing? In the upper left hand corner. Uh-oh. I have been dying to get a key on this map for some of the coloring that's going on in the money pit grid. And because mm. I want to know what the yellow and the red markings were. Mm. I, I knew. So at the top, if you look closely, you can see the surface location of the borehole. And, you know, it's the little trigger point where you see the uh, kind of yellowing colors in those little spaghetti lines. That is where they get a wood hit. And then the red circle is when you hit 100 foot depth. The blue circle is 150 foot depth. Wow. I I saw that and cha changed my life. Whoa. Open. I cannot wait to continue updating these maps. Because now we have a much better 3D idea of where the walks are and where the wood hits are. I don't have to go back in my little notes and be like, oh, they hit wood at this mark. No, where those yellow wood was hit. Bada bing, bada boom. Yay. I'm happy that you're happy. Oh, I am thrilled. Okay, can we move on? I guess. All right, so we go back um, out to the money pit. And it briefly, and this is extremely brief, that it shows B4C, Scott's uh, uh, case on. Mm -hmm. uh, they're, they're starting to work for it. Yes. All right. Sorry, I'm what's wrong? Up. What's wrong with you? You want to keep advancing, what? or do you? Oh, look! There's a smiling Rick. That's a happy Rick for a fifth case. He's on. like, "Yay! My brother approved a fifth can." Mm -hmm. Woo -hoo! <laughs> All right. And In November. So this shows um, the highest. That shows the highest hit of gold. Yeah. Um, in the water chemistry, for those interested. Cool. And wrapping up with that. And then, yeah, you didn't even catch a screenshot of uh, them getting work underway, I, but you caught a lot of screenshots, so I appreciate what you did. All right, then we have another war room dun, dun, dun. with a friend of ours, Corian Mole, making an appearance. Yeah, Corian Mole. So it's really good to see him back on the screen. <laughs> Look, I just noticed that BB 8 BB 8 also makes an appearance. Yeah, it's a droid from Star Wars. All right, cool. Um, so we have a meeting with Corian Mole. And Judy Rudebush was on hand. Mm -hmm. And it was a presentation uh, about a connection with Portugal on Doug's request. Mm -hmm. All right. So Doug gives Corey in the stage. Um, he goes into talking about how Portugal has an incredible uh, Knights Templar history. Correct. Um, there is a little clot-worthy interjection here where he says that between the 12th and 14th centuries, the Knights Templar were a powerful order. Uh, they lasted in Portugal longest uh, with the Knights, or sorry, with the Order of Christ. And uh, they believe, uh, I think it was Corian that said um, he believed that they were, those brotherhoods were kind of one and the same. Yeah. Uh, Portugal made kind of the best maps around the time period. And, uh, you know, those were likely made by Templars. Well, 
what he's saying is that your likelihood so templars on their expedition mm -hmm. like they would have made these maps as they went along because yeah. you'd be bringing it back sure. over and so if you want maps from that century you need to go to portugal because in england and like the the archives that would have had their maps were all burnt down yeah well no i think they were destroyed too yeah. like on purpose yeah that's what i mean like yeah. they were purposefully destroyed yeah. what do they say england and france uh -huh. and places like that yeah they would have all their uh, records destroyed uh -huh. um but portugal didn't do that mm -mm. And portugal so, and he said one other one but portugal was the main one that's they had protection here. over there exactly yeah uh so doug uh said that the order of christ may have been looking for templar tre treasure itself mm -hmm. um uh, templar artifacts and documents um oh you already mentioned that were destroyed but um good old portugal um kept him around corian says that he wanted to put boots on the ground and go check it out oh he was very straightforward about that he's like you like need need to go Need well, to go. I think he's basically saying, I'm going. You come with me if you want. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> here's what I'm doing. Um, would, would you like to come, I guess? Yeah. So, um, yeah, they they show like some or I think Corian had a couple of examples of like mm -hmm. buildings by Templars that are still standing to this day. Some important ones. Yeah. yeah I didn't catch the name of them because it was going um, by so quick. One of them was uh, the Fonte Arcadia which was the earliest uh, foundry in Portugal. Mm. And then I do not remember the name of the other one. There is a picture of it. A church. Yeah, it was. Yeah. there was a church. And then also he has examples of maps he's showing of like, hey, these maps in Portugal from their expeditions, they have Nova Scotia on them. Like they're mapped out from this time period, so it makes sense that hmm. you you would want these. Nova, like, Nova France, sure, mm -hmm. right? Franca, yeah. So yep. that's Pitty. a picture of the church, and I think it was the oldest one with the affiliation. So the the first, so you're flipping through the images here, and you had a that's the Knight Templar cross, right? And mm -hmm. the next As one's, we knew it before, and this is the Order of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty neat. I mean, that's quite the connection there. And mm -hmm. then we is that the Nina, the Pinto, the Santa Maria? None of the above. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. So, um, yeah, and then you know they they uh, they want to go boots on the they want to go boots on the ground. And I think who was it, Rick? Maybe that said he wanted to go check it out and uh, look for inscriptions. Or information about exploration. Uh -huh. um, might have been Doug. But uh, Marty says that they should go and plan this expedition. Um, he's like, like, who he, wants a field He's trip? like, I'm not going to go. But um, but I'm going to go drill holes all over your island if you can handle that if you want to go. Yeah. Well, Corian gets to go on this field trip uh -huh. across the sea with Rick. Uh -huh. And I think uh, Peter. Or Alex is there too, I believe, right? Yeah, so what I write, Corian, Rick, Peter, and Alex are all there. Oh, thank goodness. Peter does so well in like Templar <laughs> um, 
uh, structures. We that... get a, okay. Before we get to the next time on, so they kind of wrap up his presentation yeah. here yeah. Mm -hmm. of, you know, all in favor of going, like, say I, and everybody's like, I, and then, like, five seconds later, Corian's like, it was to Portugal. I. <laughs> they all kind of laugh at him. They're like, "Well, that's where we're sending you." Yeah, he fits in well with these group with this crew. Oh you know? yeah. Oh, and then we have the credits and the um, the lovely uh, uh, Ark of the Covenant. <laughs> yes, which is hiding on Oak Island. Yeah. So that's kind of it. That's the whole episode. Yeah. In a. In a uh, a nutshell in a hot take <laughs> yes and what we were just talking about was the next time on we see them in portugal yeah doing their mm -hmm. field thing, trip doing their field trip what we were saying is okay so we've all screenshot and shared the image of peter when he is at the templar prison in dome, dome france, france yep. with rick and the, <laughs> the guy that's showing them around how'd they carve that Right. Oh, with, oh, with their, their fingernails and their teeth. And then Peter looks mortified. Yeah. He is just like terrified. And <laughs> on the next time on, there's a shot of him and Alex like looking at a wall and like touching it that looks just like the other one. <laughs> and you know they've been making fun of him for ever about that. So mm -hmm. Keep an eye out. Let's see if he makes any faces or if he redeems himself. And it's like, they used to use their teeth. <laughs> That's sketch. It is sketch. But I think after these few years, he can handle it now because he knows what's coming. Yep. Oh, All that's right. a heck of a field trip. That's not just to the farm or. And then we saw Laird. Uh, looking on, was that like the x-ray machine with the encrusted? Yeah, he's in the archaeology trailer doing something. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. And, yes, in the archaeology trailer, or it might be the... Uh, Research center? I was going with... Interpretive the, center. Yeah. Where they have, the, like, the uh, CT scanner? Yes, that one. The, I think it, they're using the CT scanner to see past the encrusting because he's, like, the way he's zooming in with it. Yeah. And he's like, this is not English. And Umar's like, Portuguese? Laird looks excited and definitive, like, yes. And but, for, to get Laird excited is a pretty big deal. Yeah, but you got to be aware that they do like to mess with like well, editing tricks. I'm no uh, dummy. They, they like to do editing tricks on us. So. They Yeah, they do get me sometimes, but it still looks pretty cool, which is exciting. Yeah, and Gary said something about finding some kind of trophy find. Yeah. A trophy something. He's like, this is a trophy. Yeah, uh, while know. they're gone on the field trip, him and Marty are out there like, it's, he's really excited. He's like jumping around. You know, he should be like, hey, Marty, you need to dig, 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 dig. What I want you to do. Yeah. Maybe they find like another, like a piece of the breastplate for, uh, to go with. Maybe. You never know. Yeah. Hey, um, we want to say thanks to everybody for coming out and, and joining us tonight because we uh, just but, didn't know how this was going to work out. And I think it worked out okay. Yeah, it worked out okay. We'd ha be happy to hear your feedback. It was a quick turnaround. 
Deidre made 79 different slides for this um, in literally That's what I sent you. an hour. So was, I just, I screenshotted a lot. Yeah. Well, you did and great. That's why I sent you. I, we all appreciate it. Thank you so much. Because teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed this. We're going to try it again next week yep. and we'll see how it goes. Um, I want to just thank everybody for being here. Yes. And it's good to be back. So this is a not as in depth one. Not quite right? as in depth. Yeah. It, but if you want an in depth one, we, we can point you in the right direction. Yes. Like you could go to any of the places you're hearing this right now. I think any of the podcast players or mm -hmm. YouTubes or Facebooks. YouTube? Is yeah. there multiple? I guess there is. There's like YouTube music. Yep. And then you could go and find the Curse of Oak Island and, and beyond. beyond. They um, they have a Facebook group. And yeah. Well, they they do. Um, they're they're really great people, mm -hmm. and they do a recap as well. And um, they take a little more time to take notes and stuff. We took notes tonight, but it was rushed. But it, it wasn't like we usually do. They take notes and still get it out the next day. Which good on is them impressive and we like them so good on them yeah well they're <laughs> good, good people. people they're very good people very nice um so go and check them out we mm -hmm. uh we highly recommend them because like we said they're just good peeps yep and where can you find us oh we have to do i haven't, I haven't done that in a while yeah i know you could go to uh www.www.oakislandpodcast.com <laughs> you can find us on facebook and instagram at oak island podcast on twitter at oak island pod you can email us at oak island podcast at gmail.com correct hey and you know what i gotta like we we haven't uh done stuff for so long i gotta email this week that says we need somebody to call us um on our oak island hotline or we're going to lose the phone number so why don't somebody give us a call and then maybe we could play, call it, us. Leave play a message. it on the next uh episode 360-836-4549 we need a phone call by uh like i don't know within a couple weeks or else it's going to go away forever mm -hmm. no no also uh we didn't mention you can find us on youtube at oakislandpodcast.com i know uh there's quite a few of you that like to wait oakislandpodcast.com on youtube <laughs> How about on youtube.com slash Oak Island podcast? Yeah, I was just meant to go like at Oak Island podcast and that didn't go so well. Yeah. But whatevs. And you can also support us on Patreon if yes. you would like it. You can go check it out. It's patreon.com slash Oak Island podcast. And uh, we'll love you forever. Um, we want to thank everybody that came to chat tonight. Um, and I'm sorry, like I see some names in the chat that I know live on the East Coast, and it is oh, after midnight there. So thank you so much for. It is literally the next day. Yeah. They are here from the future. Yeah, like Trisha, I know she lives on the East Coast. So, and Claire, Claire, she's from Australia, so she's already in tomorrow. Like yes, the East Coast and Australia are like well, like future. But then we have like super fan Susan here. Who, super fan Susan. Who, who lives I in, love that. She lives in uh, Alaska. Yes. And so it's not quite as late for her. It's not no. so bad. I mean, We're probably, I, it's a bummer. It's kind of late. This is really good for people in Alaska this time, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Hawaii's probably even a little bit better because it's not so late. I'd like to be in Hawaii. Yeah. Now. Oh, Dino says he's from New York too. Ah, I'm so sorry. Well, go get some sleep, y'all. <laughs> and thank you for giving us some of your time. Yeah, is there anything else you'd like to do or say? Nope. So until next time. Could it be?